we might not be celebrating St. Juan uh, liturgically, but certainly we should honor him this day. Uh, St. Juan Diego, of course, was the, uh, the uh, young, or not so young, a Mexican uh, who experienced the Blessed Mother appearing to him on that hill at Tepeyac, uh, asking him for certain favors. Uh, the bishop not wanting to necessarily believe that the Blessed Mother or anything miraculous was happening. And of course, how on the 12th of December, 1531, uh, he wanted to go to his, his uncle who was sick. Uh, instead, uh, instead of going uh, the usual route, he tried to avoid that hill. And the Blessed Mother found him all the same as typical of the Blessed Mother. She finds us no matter where we are and invited him to take roses back to the bishop as proof. And as uh, Juan Diego opened up his tilma, the, the, uh, the multifunctional apron slash cloak that he was wearing uh, made of agave fiber, if I remember right, uh, which should not um, really a coarse fiber and, and it doesn't last and uh, it should have decayed a long time ago. Uh, as he dropped that um, tilma open, the image of the Our Lady Guadalupe appeared, and the bishop began to believe that, indeed, the Blessed Mother had been speaking to him. And, of course, we know some almost 500 years later uh, that uh, a church was built on that hill, and millions of people come. Uh, but what we tend to forget is that how important it was, that image and that, uh, that apparition of Our Lady of Guadalupe and that image, for the people of, of Mexico, the indigenous people. But just consider 14 years before that, what had happened in a certain part of Germany on the, around the 30th of, uh, 31st of October as a young uh, uh, Augustinian friar nailed some, uh, according to popular, popular myth, he nailed uh, 95 theses to the door and began the Protestant Reformation. And as Germany and then other nations began to experience a split between Catholicism and, and uh, these protesting churches, the Protestants, as the church dwindled in numbers in Europe because of Our Lady of Guadalupe, because of Juan Diego's humility and humbleness and simplicity, many, many, many indigenous people began to believe in Christianity and flocked to the that newly found faith. And so if you'd look at uh, charts of Christianity at that time, or Catholicism, I should say, at that time membership, you wouldn't see a dip at all with the loss of the Protestants. Not that we're, we should be glad that they left or anything like that. We should be working towards that. But Our Lady of Guadalupe sought the people of Mexico out specifically. And in that image, uh, I'm not preaching on, on Saturday, so I can share that. But in that image, she speaks to the people directly in images and signs that they can understand that this is a princess, somebody who's greater than the sun itself, and they were worshiping the sun at the time, somebody who yet is humble, and there's somebody greater than her because she has her eyes lowered, somebody who's both virgin and mother, that doesn't work in any other context except the Blessed Mother, who is virgin and mother. She reveals all of this and so much more to the people and to those that study. And so how God wanted them to experience his love. And they sent, of course, the Holy Trinity sent them 
the best thing they could. Uh, well, Jesus, but uh, through the Blessed Mother. Sometimes we forget that God has that love for us. Sometimes we forget that um, God wants us to experience peace, justice, mercy, all those things that we're remembering during this Advent season. And that, uh, perhaps more than anything else, is why the Church in the Wisdom gives us today's readings. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little tired. I'm sure you've never been tired in your lives, right? Especially those who have been dealing with the COVID virus. And one of the main signs is tiredness. My mom shared last night, she's never felt so tired in her life. Yet there's a spiritual tiredness. And Jesus is, whether we're physically or spiritually tired, he's coming, he's inviting us to come to him and find rest. All who labor and are burdened. All. Not just some, all. To find rest. But he tells us to do something that would be so odd in any other context. If we're really tired, how many of us want to take a uh, thing of work upon our shoulders? And yet Jesus advised us to take a yoke upon our shoulders and to learn from him. And that image, for those that have worked with oxen or horses, you might have a little bit more uh, um, understanding of this. But when a team of oxen are, or I'll use horses because Belgian draft horses are the best example. I did a little research on this a few, few years ago. Um, when you, one horse can pull a certain amount of, of weight. If you pro properly yoke, um, meaning the yoke is well fitted and sitting well on the, on the, uh, the horses and uh, everything is equally divided, everything is proper and that yoke of uh, those two yoked horses are, are well-trained together, know each other's strength, and know, know each other well enough. It's not two horses can do two times the work, but two horses can do four times the work. This is simple physics, but it's what happens. And of course, if we take that image, we know that with Christ, he's infinite, he wants us to come to him and be teamed with him, to be so familiar with him. He wants to be so familiar with us that when we're yoked, we can do much more work with a lot less effort. That gives us rest. So it's not that Jesus says, go and rest. He says, no, come work with me. So in this, this day and age, we call to mind that Jesus still continues. Maybe the... Uh, um, the bishop and those in Juan Diego's time in 1531 in that particular area of Mexico, maybe they were tired and saying, you know, we're preaching the gospel and people aren't coming to us. The, the natives aren't, aren't embracing the faith. Well, when Christ makes his presence known, and usually it involves his mother too, the work becomes so much easier. There was an explosion of evangelization. You couldn't tell people not to come anymore. They just came because they knew there was something true as the Blessed Mother revealed Christ. And of course, Christ revealed God the Father to them, the Father who is merciful.